There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Living life as a gringo Where you question Where you fit in Every time you mingle They say you do this With not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes Hello and welcome To another episode Of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos Of course It is Thursday So it means it's time For our Thursday Trends episode And my guest On today's show Is Family she is a television producer as well as the founder of Brookland Creative, which is a social media content creation and management company. The homie, B. Marie, how you feeling? Feeling great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Of course. Of course. I mean, for if anybody that does not know, uh, B is the reason why I got a, a TV show on LA TV. And that's how we we connected. Uh, and man, it's been a, a couple years, a nice a nice ride for, for a couple years. So. This is the homie, and uh, it, it's ironic that we are doing a, a, a show right now about kind of recapping uh, some trending stories. When uh, that's what we created with with the TV show on LA TV, so it's a it's a cool full circle moment right now. Yeah, that's what's up. We recapping something else now. That's right, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I mean, listen, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a few different things. I want to get your take on. I mean, I'm gonna touch on Elon bailing out of uh, this whole Twitter deal. We are uh, we're going to touch on Cardi B letting a fan have it. And then uh, we're going to talk about uh, on, a, on a positive note, Camila Cabello uh, taking a stand on, on something that she feels is incredibly important, especially when it comes to women uh, and, and the way that they view themselves. So, man, we're going to get into into all that stuff. I want to kind of first and foremost start with uh, some of the, the nonsense. And, and we'll do that in a segment we call for the people. In the back. Say it louder for the people in the back. All right, so let, let's just start with one of the, the bigger stories. And this is one of those things where like I hear it and I'm like, man, you cannot tell me God does not have a sense of humor because you got Elon Musk backing out of this Twitter deal. And and this was a man who was supposed to be the quote unquote savior for freedom of speech. He wanted Donald Trump back on Twitter. Uh, and now Twitter is is threatening to sue him over this. Donald Trump is is calling him a bullshit artist. Donald Trump has turned on, on his own mans, apparently. And then uh, Elon went on Twitter and told Trump that he needs to hang up his hat 
and sail into the sunset, end quote. And uh, and also that he doesn't hate Trump, but he believes that his days uh, at the forefront of politics should be done. Now, listen, you had a lot of people on the right, a lot of people who are conservative Republicans holding up this man, Elon Musk. Fox News was going crazy talking about how this man is putting money to the side uh, in order to save our freedoms here in this country. Right. And at the end of the day, he did what rich people are going to do. And they just care about the number one thing. And that is money. And when he saw that this was not a profitable deal for him anymore, he went running for the hills. I mean, what what was your, your your take on this, reading this, seeing this as it, as it all has been developing? Was it that when he saw it wasn't profitable, he ran? Or was it when he saw that people were going to come for him, he run? You know what I'm saying? He, That's a good point. People went crazy when they said when they heard he was going to go do that. Like he, he has like, you know, he has fans, but then he right. also has people who are not fans. So right. Like the minute he went and was like, yeah, let's get Trump back up. And all this yeah. thing, dirt started coming up about him. The, the right. internet, Twitter, yeah. and everybody else was coming for him really hard. They just exposed him for his twins. He just had twins behind right. him. And he was like, I don't want none of this. Leave <laughs> me away. Leave me out of it. I don't want none of it. Like, Yeah, I, I think that that's a great point that, you know, he basically, in doing this, brought a lot more attention upon himself you know what I'm saying? And 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 people then had a reason now to go and dig up some shit on him. Right. And it showed as, as anybody else would, you know, he has skeletons in his closet. And now that he decided to to, you know, put himself out there like this, people are going to find a way to bring those things out there to light. I think that's a great point outside of money. Maybe uh, Elon wasn't ready for all the attention that comes along with being the quote unquote savior of of free speech. And it's just ironic to me and, and laughable that people keep propping up, uh, you know, these different figures like they actually give a damn about the everyday person in, in, in some sort of way, Trump included. They don't. They don't. No. Do you, you look at Trump just threw him to the corner. Like, right. Like, right. I got somebody on my side in the minute. He was like, no, nope, out. It don't matter how much right. you got. You're the richest man in the world, whatever. Mm-hmm. They not. It, does, it doesn't matter. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I mean. It, it again, it's just comedy. It's it really at the end of the day, this is this is just hilarious that like people keep keep thinking that they're invincible, you know what I'm saying? And they come up with their nonsense, they come up with their BS. And and in the day of, of the internet, the one good thing you could say is if people are gonna come for you if they got something on you, you know? And and this is just kind of further proof and and man, it, it's just uh it's a sad day for for all of these uh, Republican people who, who claim to be fighting for for freedom and all of this kind of stuff. It's just like y'all keep playing yourself with these uh, people you keep propping up there as like gods or, or Jesus or something like that. It don't make no sense. No, not not at all. Now let let's move on to something you know uh, a, a little bit lighter, but I think is is interesting. You know, especially in the world of entertainment, you had Cardi B at uh, man, she was throwing them hands right at at Wireless Festival. Apparently, we don't know what a fan did, but it was enough for Cardi to start swinging on the fan from the stage and allegedly hitting her with a microphone. <laughs> uh, and then and then actually the same same weekend, you had little baby security literally tossing a human being off of the stage like he was Uncle Phil. Like it, that was a I don't know if you saw that video. Maybe outside should not be open because clearly, right. <laughs> clearly. People are so excited that we've been right. up and nothing's yeah. going on that when we come outside, nobody knows how to act now. Mm. Nobody mm. knows. Everybody wants to get into the fight. Everybody wants to do crazy yeah. things. It's like the internet started all over again. This is brand new and everybody has to go viral now all of a sudden. Mm. Something. They have to do the next wildest thing, the next biggest thing. And I don't right. know why everybody keeps playing with Cardi B like she's not from the Bronx. Uh, <laughs> I agree. That person must have did something really like upsetting, like must have like almost taken right. her out or something. Because I feel like Cardi has done a lot of work in sure. herself that she wouldn't yeah. act like that just for no reason. Right. So that person, right. that fan got it for a reason. <laughs> right. Right. But but also like 
it's it's scary as an artist on a stage like that because listen obviously there's security and things like that but they're far away from you right like somebody has the opportunity to do something if they want to before they're able to be intercepted you know depending on where they they jump onto the the stage i mean even if you look at the the dude that that tried to attack dave Chappelle that actually tackled him right like that that guy actually then after that they found out that he uh he allegedly attempted to kill his roommate in a stabbing um just just five months before that right so like this was a credible, you know, threat to somebody like Dave Chappelle. And then the the guy only got charged with like misdemeanors, you know what I'm saying, after that. And then probably, you know, I mean, depending on what happens with this other case he has, he would make a ton of money just suing Dave Chappelle for the injuries that he he sustained, you know, from from Dave Chappelle's bodyguards. And it's it's really fucked up. It's scary. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. You 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 broke mad laws like you right. you ran up on the dude trying to hurt him. How do you how can you sue and get money? I, I don't know how that's possible. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it's sadly just a fucked up reality of like the laws, you know, in this country and, and 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 people, you know, I think need to be held accountable because we're seeing it, it seems like we're seeing this happen more and more often. Right. And and, you know, luckily, these cases haven't turned tragic. But I mean. You know, for anybody who's a fan of of like metal music from from back in the day, you had a band called Pantera, and uh, the the guitar player Dimebag Darrow was actually shot and killed on stage while he was performing. Somebody ran up and shot him on stage. You know, uh, so the the threat to me is is very real, and and it's it's just I don't, a, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with people. Maybe you're right; they've been in the house too damn long, but. There, there has to be some sort of strict law that they put in place, like, a, you know, on like a federal level, on a national level that like keeps people from trying to do these things because it really is incredibly unsafe for those on stage. Have you ever felt unsafe while being on stage, like playing somewhere? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it happens a lot, especially as like a club DJ, you know, depending on the club, some clubs are really good about it where they got security kind of at the booth, parked at the booth and they intercept anybody that will come up to you. But you know, you you have people who want to run up there and be in your ear trying to give a request or whatever the case may be, you know, and and especially now in times of COVID, it's like, bro, back the fuck up. Like, I don't need you, you know, uh, on my face, breathing on my face to make a request for, for Bad Bunny. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just uh, it, it just the, the payoff of the reward just don't make sense for either one of us. Right. But, you know, the, the reality is like that could it potentially I could could have been in harm's way if somebody really wanted to do something. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody somebody is able to get close enough to me at that point to to do something, that is a real kind of concern. I'm always watching people who are you know around me, and it's it's a scary thing. You're kind of helpless in that in that situation. I was going hard looking for videos to see what happened with Cardi. I couldn't find yeah. anything. There was no close up video of anything of what happened. I'm like right. But the other one that you were talking about was it Lil Baby? Yeah. Wasn't there like two different people who ran up on the stage? One got chucked out and then one yeah. hugged him, right? Or was that another artist? I, I didn't see that that second one, the hug. The one I saw was the, what, lucky his security was like fast as hell or must have been right there and threw this guy like straight into a barricade off of the off the stage. That's the one that I saw. Also, maybe the artist should be staying back. Stay on stage. Stop trying to do too much. People are too crazy right now. The world is crazy right now. Just right. Yeah. I mean, maybe they have to start putting more of a distance between the crowd and 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 the, the stage. I mean, it, it's just I, I don't know. I never got so excited about somebody that I completely just lost all sense of like how to act like a human being. Right. Like I, you, I've seen videos of people in public where you got like a celebrity walking by and people just start grabbing at them as if they're not a human being, you know? It makes sense. What do you get from that? You touch the right. person and then what? Absolutely. Well, I mean, I think it's like we're we're so obsessed with celebrity culture to a degree, right? Like, and that's what's, what's also scary because it comes out in, in, in moments like this, right? Where people completely lose their minds. And listen, I get it. You know, I've been excited about meeting certain people but like never to the point where i forgot that that is like a human being on the other side of it you know what i mean and it, it, it's just it's just wild and then to think you know if you react as the celebrity then you are opening yourself up for for lawsuits and and, and things like that because people know that you got it you know what i mean uh and and i, I i'd be curious to see what what like antagonized cardi's that point that she did it she did at first try to deny that she hit somebody with a microphone but then the there was way more videos, you know, and it shows that she did do that. If I was her, I would have came straight out and just be like, listen, this person did this, that, and the third, and I had to protect myself. They must have grabbed her feet or something. Because she had right. heels or whatever. She almost fell. 
that's dangerous. I don't know. Also, the people who are throwing these festivals, throwing these events, like the companies need to think more about the safety of these artists. They're not putting that into play. They don't care. Again, because we just opened up, nobody's taking these restrictions like seriously. They're just like, yeah, do whatever is the minimum up to code and then we're good. But like nobody's thinking like the extra step. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's true. And I've, I've, when I, before, you know, I, I was able to kind of work full time in media. I did a lot of like event production, like behind the scenes and stuff like that. And I saw firsthand, like, you know, no disrespect to anybody who's a security guard, but like these guys would show up, you know, you know, an hour before the event or whatever it is, they would, you know, be posted at different things. And that's that these aren't like well-trained, you know, people to, to, you know, who are experts in, in making sure the artist is safe or, or, or whatever the case may be, you know, a lot of times these are regular dudes who are just posted up at a certain thing. They're on their phones. They're taking selfies. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of of unprofessionalism that, that happens amongst that as well that we see all the time. And and you put people at risk, you know, at, at that point. And obviously yeah. they're not doing the job because you shouldn't be able to get that close to little Baby. You know what I'm saying? Like you shouldn't be able to get that close to, to Dave Chappelle. It just doesn't make any sense. You shouldn't be able to get that close to the stage. Like right. the barricades. Like there should be people at mo- like that's crazy like that's insane yeah no 100% you know and and i mean even you take it back to like what happened with Travis Scott you know there's obviously various people to blame there but like it shows you that there wasn't a system in place that security was able to get a message across to like the stage manager to stop the music cuz people were getting killed you know what i'm saying like that that just shows you how unprepared the, these these people are and how unprepared these events are and, and the lack of training that that goes into it you know because the these security guards like i said they're they're just there and it don't matter what the artist is or, or whatever the case is they, they every event is just a another day there right but different crowds different audiences you know uh are, are going to require a different level of, of attention to detail to to protect you know not only the the concert go but the artists that are on stage yeah that's very 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 scary stuff to be in artists these days. I'm definitely gonna be keeping in an eye out to see what happens. Uh, what 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 the reason behind Cardi wilding out like that? I, I want to no, know. I need to know, yeah. Cardi. If you're watching this, holla at me. DM me. DM drop yes. post. Let, let us be the first to like let go of this exclusive. Uh, if right, because we the people need to know. Side note, though, I gotta do. I gotta say this though. If you you if you saw the video when they were showing this on like the big screen. Whoever had, was controlling it had her back because they turned it off real quick. And sh- as soon as she started swinging on the on the person, they they cut the feed to the maid screen. I see that. I see that. Like, that was good. That was smart. Yeah. Give that person a raise. <laughs> Absolutely. Shout out to that person. They are are doing their job now. I, I want to move on to to something that is somebody doing something positive for our community. We'll we'll do that in our mihenta segment. But first, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos 
Unidos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumucósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. All right, so for this week's Mi Gente segment, I wanted to talk about Camila Cabello, who, who's having a conversation that is, I think, incredibly important, especially when you talk about women, especially when you talk about uh, particularly, you know, women of, of color, you know, who have uh, stereotypically not fit in with the beauty standards that have been set by the media, right? Mm -hmm. And And she's been vocal now talking about society's disturbed views of, of a healthy woman. And that's her words, you know, and she's recalling uh, an incident in a recent interview where she was at the beach and she talks about, you know, how there were like six paparazzi in the water all climbing over each other just to take a picture of her in, in, in her bikini. And uh, and she says, quote, it, it was so wrong and just so weird. And and she has said that she since has made, you know, changes to protect herself when she's in in public but it puts her in vulnerable situations and uh and she hopes that people will stop caring about her body so much eventually right and i know for you you know during your your time with LATV you you've created multiple shows where the purpose of it was to uh showcase women who didn't fit the stereotype right because we also have this uh problem in latin media where you know the women look uh, a certain way right you have your your blonde haired women with european features Uh, you know, who are the ones who always get the on-camera positions, right? Yep. And, and, and I know for you, for you, you made it a point to want to showcase other types of women, you know, and 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 women of, uh, you know, all different shapes, sizes, you know, uh, skin colors, all of the above, right? Backgrounds and, and ideas. I mean, and, and especially as a woman, you know, you hear something like this, you think about what is, quote unquote, the standard of beauty in, in our world right now. I mean, how, how do you feel when you, you hear that kind of stuff? I feel different ways because... Mm -hmm. We can't stop what other people are going to say, what other people are going to think. Mm. Can't change their minds either. Sure. Um, so I feel like when you're put in a position uh, like Camila, like she's, you know, a celebrity people, this is, this is just what they do. I think it's a big thing for her to be able to compartmentalize things mm. and maybe not give a fuck about what they say. Don't care about sure. what they say because that's they're they're never gonna not care about her body. Right. As long as you continue to be in the media, in the spotlight, doing amazing things like with your career, there are gonna be people there who are gonna tear you down, who are gonna judge you. And that's just what it is. Right. What we can do is continue to make more content and and build up the people who don't look like the stereotypical thing that what everybody wants us to look like show right. showing the other side showing that you know we have curves we have cellulite we have wrinkles we have uh, we're not perfect right we're not perfect and so i think for her it's just like to get into that mindset of you know what this is me this is how i look y'all going to talk about it regardless just don't go on the blogs but for us mm -hmm. on the creation side and the people who create this content and, and help facilitate what that standard is it's our right. job to like keep putting out that good content and keep bringing awareness to that and just as a woman being confident in your own skin it doesn't it's not as easy as it sounds it's sure not um and we live in a time right now with social media who just they tear you down every second of every day Yeah. doesn't matter. You can post a picture and be like, I look so bad in that picture. I look bomb. Right. And you're going to have yeah. the one person who's like, oh, but, you know, you have like skin discoloration or you have right. like some cellulite. Like, okay. Right. And your mom has that too. <laughs> so why are you looking at me like that? Like, Right. Right. So I think um, I, I go really hard in trying to, when I create my content and when I'm doing things out in the world to be mindful of us all being so different. Right. Um, there are different like types of beauty. You can be beautiful, even though you are 
plus size. You can be beautiful Mm -hmm. at whatever shade, whatever color you are. You just have to like, it sounds so corny when I say it and when it comes out of your mouth, but you really do have to love yourself and understand like that within yourself before like even caring about anybody else because you're going to have more haters than lovers anywhere in the world. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I I think, you know, to your point in today's day and age, you, you have to you know, find a way to to have some sort of like self-love. And it's easier said than done, obviously. But, you know, people are going to come for you. You know what I mean? They have the anonymity when it comes to social media to be posted on some bot account and, and say whatever they want, you know, and they don't have to deal with the real world repercussions of, of that kind of stuff. Right. And and we, we see it happen, you know, all, all the time, you know. But it's also fascinating to me, to your point, you know, when you talk about how you're casting shows or building different shows and things like that, like how much power that actually has on people's perception of what beauty is, right? Because the media has essentially trained us on what is is sexy or what is beautiful, you know, especially particularly when it comes to women, right? Like think about when 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 we were growing up, I know you and I are roughly the same age, you know, what it was like, you know, really skinny model types, right? You know, and and then like the Kardashians came along and now it's all about, you know, uh, having lip fillers, right? And, and and women getting BBLs and all these different things, right? Like like that is now the, the new beauty standard because media, you know, embraced the Kardashians and they were shoved down people's throat and that became the new norm, you know? And, and I think that a lot of people kind of miss that they're being programmed to a degree, yeah. uh, you know? And I think we're all guilty of, we all can, can be blind to, to that, but we are being programmed by what we see on TV, you know, especially the younger generation, what we see on social media, the people we see getting propped up, you know, and, and that can have uh, an effect on, on how people view themselves and, and how they choose to love or, or, or not love themselves. I look at it like, um, I have a lot of brothers, right? So sure. I always talk about girls in every different kind of way. And my brothers, they always say like women, can be looked at like flavors, right? Like you got chocolate, mm-hmm. you got mint chocolate chip, you got vanilla. They all right. are amazing. They just come in different like packaging. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And so it does get really frustrating sometimes when the media is pushing this one thing. Um, Cause I've mm-hmm. even caught myself like wrapped up in it. Why am I at the gym 24 seven working on my leg day, every day, glutes every day? Because I right. dash ins and I don't want to go sure. to PBL. Right, right. In, but yeah, again, when we were younger, look at Christina Aguilera. That girl had nothing on her body. She was skinny right. like this. But now you look at her, right. her normal body is curvy yeah. because she is Latina. But she right. worked so hard to diet and exercise to get so skinny to see her, her, uh, her bones and her ribs and her little low right. jeans. It's like, right. we need to just um understand that there is also preference right your preference mm-hmm. is going to be different than my preference i might like, sure. you know i might be attracted to like a darker skin or you might be attracted to a lighter skin that doesn't make it right or wrong or more beautiful or not it like that is okay to have a preference as well i think sometimes we forget that but also not let the preference of the media infiltrate your brain and be like this is the only thing that we go for Right, right. I feel really bad for her. I feel it's probably why I never wanted to be like in front of the camera ever in my life because you get judged. You have no choice. Right. But you're in the media spotlight. You put yourself in that position. You don't have a say in how they're going to judge you or um, you just don't. And it's really, it's it's just sad. Sorry, my dog's barking. (laughs) You're good. Um, So, I mean, it's also sad when you think about women have been you know because of society like they're told they they begin to lose their value as they age right like their their value drops like even to to speak about kim kardashian she even said like she would eat dog shit or or whatever it was if it meant that she would keep her looking young right and it's this idea this obsession with like you know not wanting to show your age right and and even i remember growing up my mom would lie about her her age right like like and and was all about all these various beauty products to to keep up with her skin and all these different things, you know, because she didn't want to ever appear older, and and that was such a faux pas for a woman, right? And and that's just really such a toxic mentality to have as a society because we all get older, right? And and there's something beautiful that comes with age, right? It's a privilege to get older, but unfortunately, women, you know, 
also have to sort of fight against that notion that their value becomes less and less the older that they get. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually dealing with that right now in life. I'm not going to sure. lie. Uh, my birthday's on Monday. I turned 45. Mm-hmm. Nice. Five and fine. I keep telling myself, mm-hmm. my brain, it's okay. I live in Hollywood. Absolutely. Um, right. And my day-to-day uh, consists of going outside, going to events, going to these things where you see these 21-year-old, 22-year-old right. girls who... I mean, I don't think that I look any different than them, but like you can right. considerably see a difference in these young girls compared to me. And you feel subconsciously, you feel like you have to keep up. You have to be right. better. I, I do, you know, I keep up with my skincare routine and, but it's more to stay healthy and not, sure. not like I'm worried. Like if I have a wrinkle, okay, yeah, I'm 35. It's going to happen. But right. I don't understand the women who are so like Kim Kardashian. She could do that by herself. There's no way I'm eating shit just to keep. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. I'm sorry. There's certain things I won't do. I have a friend who is super healthy. She's to the max. Like she will read the labels on everything I eat and is like, you can't do that yeah. because it's going to make your skin and blah. And I'm like, girl, I will do things to a certain level. Like it, right, if it's right. gonna, like if it's gross, I'm not doing it. If I don't, if I'm not right. fucking with it, I'm not doing it. Like it just it is what it is. Stay healthy, like, and don't go so hard. I feel like it's not that serious. Right. I have another friend who literally the other day was telling me like, you should start preventative Botox. And I was right. preventative Botox. She's like, yeah, you know, it's good to start early. That way when you get older, it doesn't like sag or whatever. And cool. Great. That sounds amazing. Maybe if I was rich, I would do that because I have a little extra money to spend on that. Sure. That hurts. One, those needles Mm -hmm. hurt. And two, (laughs) do I really need it? You're going to grow old anyway, girl. At some point, you're going to be 60, 70, 80. You're going to have bags. You're going to have sags. Everything drops at a certain point. Like, that's just what it does. Give in. Because who are you really trying to keep up? Right, right, right. And that's a great point also. I mean, you talk about you're living in LA, living in the Hollywood area. It, It... that right there is just like it's a toxic culture of of man people a trying to outdo each other but but also you know this idea that everybody has to be perfect right that is like the the perception and and and, and to Camilla's point I like that she kind of talked about how she's you know found ways to take her out self out of those situations right because I think that you know we're all built differently we all have a different level of tolerance and I think at the end of the day you know you you need to put measures in place that protect you from from feeling certain ways right as as much as as any of us can right you know and if that means you know uh finding a new friend group that is more supportive of of you know of you and, and doesn't make you feel lesser than sure or or you know not hanging out in a certain area whatever whatever the case may be i think also you know there is no shame in in trying to find places or areas or people that that don't necessarily make you feel uh, those things or bring out those insecurities, you know? I agree. I feel like do, you know what, girl, do whatever you got to do to make you feel good at your, at like at whatever space you're in at the moment. That's how I feel. Right. Like if, if baby Botox is going to make you feel good, go do that. But don't feel like you got to do it because you have to keep up with something or whatever. If that's sure. what genuinely makes you feel good, I'm happy for you, mommy. Yeah. Me? I'm not going to let nobody stress me about that. I'm only trying to keep sure. up with myself, trying to be better than myself last year and keep going to be better for next year. And hopefully one day, you know, give my gr- my parents, kid, grandkids, all right. that stuff. You know, I want to be healthy so that I can live life as long as I'm meant to live life, not just because I'm trying to prolong whatever something happening or right. it is what it is. Yeah, no, a- absolutely. 100%. And I think to your point, the last thing I'll say is that, you know, None of that stuff is going to give you the happiness and confidence that you're 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 hoping it would, right? Like it might for the short term, but if you are insecure, if you are not feeling great about yourself, all those feelings are to come back up. There's always another procedure to get done, right? There's always another body part to quote unquote fix, right? That that can be made better, right? And it's it's just a never never ending process if you don't first learn to to love yourself and appreciate yourself as is. Listen, this is my face. It's gonna be like this morning, noon, and night. <laughs> you gotta like it and you you have to be okay with that because what are you gonna do keep going under the knife and spending all that money no, i'm good right <laughs> so listen i i appreciate you for for hopping on uh you know where can people check out all that you're doing i know you are uh open to taking on different projects and things like that i mean where can people check out some of your work and, and keep up with it yeah yeah you guys can follow me on ig uh be marie b-e-a-m-a-r-i-i-e 
or uh, hop over to my website. You can find out more about me. It's B-E-A-M-A-R-I-E at Gmail. Oh, no, sorry, at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like not thinking. But then link in my Instagram. You can go over there and hop over to my website and all that good stuff. Love it. Love it. Well, it was great catching up with you. I appreciate you hopping on. I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Man, big shout out to my guest this week, B. Marie, the homie. I always appreciate her and uh, the, the journey that we had together creating the recap, my TV show on LA TV. So that's been a, a blessing. Now, with that in mind, man, I want to hear y'all's perspective on one of these topics that we've been talking about for our Thursday Trends episode. So we'll do that in our Ask a Gringo segment. But first, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. All right, so this week's question is related to the story about Camila Cabello and talking about this sort of toxic beauty standard that we have for women, particularly in entertainment, but I think, you know, across the board when it just comes to normal life, right? I, I think it bleeds into to regular life as well. So I want to get y'all's perspective on this. And I, I just simply asked at DJ Dramos on Instagram if y'all want to be a part of these conversations. But I asked, do we have toxic beauty standards for women? Why or why not? And I'm going to read a few of the responses that I got on here. At Floro23 says, yes, always. And society ties them to a woman's worth. And yeah, I, I, I agree with you 100% on this. You know, I think that it, it's it's a sad reality, you know, that men are brought up, you know, sort of seeing things this way. Women are brought up feeling this way and, and society and media and everything, you know, uh, in between sort of just continues to to sort of back up this this really crazy notion that that women are are only valuable, you know, uh, when they are of service or when they are sort of, I mean, it's a disgusting phrase, but eye candy for for men, right? And and when they are no longer that, their their value begins to decline in this world. And I think it's just a terrible, toxic, you know, viewpoint that that we have as a society. And you know, hopefully, as more conversations like this one begin to happen, and and like we were talking about, would be you know, when it comes to casting and and being intentional when it comes to casting for for things that uh you know are on media where where people begin to 
you know, uh, see, you know, what the quote unquote standard of beauty is. Hopefully we begin to elevate a, a diversity of, of looks and 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 I don't mean looks in the sense of attractiveness. I just mean representation as far as, you know, how women can can be across the board. You know, I think that would be a, a beautiful thing. And uh, credit to, you know, TV stations like LATV who are, are trying to do that and, and be my guest who was uh, behind, you know, casting some of those those hosts as well. Let's see. At Andres Valencia says, public shaming of women for any aspect of their appearance is what passes for entertainment. And I think this is a great, a great point as well. It almost leads to the bigger question of negativity is what passes for entertainment, right? You know, Real Housewives, right? And and uh, I've been guilty of, of watching this with, with my girl and being dragged into it and sucked into it. But think about what's being elevated in that. It's women essentially attacking one another, right? And And not necessarily in the physical sense always, but finding reasons to not like one another, finding reasons to bring each other down, to degrade one another, you know? And and that passes, again, for, for entertainment, like Andre said. And, and I think it speaks a lot to, you know, us as a as a culture. You know, we we have this thirst for violence and this thirst for uh, just negativity in, in general, you know, and that seems to be what what sells. And it's really a man. It's, it's kind of a sad case study when you think about uh, society as a whole. And 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 man, it, it's uh, it's scary. It definitely is scary. All right, last one read here at Bren J Life Coaching. And she says, yes, I know society in general, but I see some of the biggest, most impactful toxic beauty standards are set first and foremost from our own family. Long before social media came along, some moms have been pressuring their daughters to look a certain way in order to find a husband. Right after we have babies, we're told to fajarnos, which is essentially waist trainers. So yes, we have them. And I believe we need to be the ones to take some responsibility and not pass that shit on to our daughters consciously or via subliminal messaging we need to start loving our bodies so our daughters see that and i think that's actually a great a great point as well right that there is this this toxic messaging that gets passed along and obviously it happens for men and women in different ways but but uh to your credit you know you're right about women you know and i think the old school mentality that is is brought up i mean particularly in in certain communities particularly our community you know is is this a notion of like, you know, you have to make yourself attractive for a husband, right? It's that machismo, that toxic masculinity that we talk about that often happens in our community. And many women, not all we're generalizing here, of course, but many women are are sort of brought up with that being the thing that is ingrained into their heads. And, and oftentimes it's by their own mother, right? That that thinks that she's doing the best for her her daughter by, you know, forcing the idea in her head that she has to make sure that she's attractive for, you know, potential suitors out there, right? And I think that's a, a great point as well. You know, the media and society, you know, obviously play their role, but there's also, you know, needs to be some sort of uh, responsibility placed on the household, right? You know, what are you teaching your kids specifically in this conversation? What are you teaching your daughters, right? What positive things are you trying to reinforce in them so that, you know, when when life and society inevitably comes at them with the the nonsense of, of these toxic standards that we have, you know, they at least have some sort of buffer to to push against that, right? To to have some sort of self love that allows them to, um, you know, obviously not be completely impervious to criticism and all of those different things, but at least understand and, and recognize that they do have value outside of these these nonsensical sort of societal standards that that tend to to be pushed on on many of us and obviously specifically women, uh, you know, from from early ages. So I think that's a a great point. And I appreciate all of y'all for, for chiming in on this conversation. I think there are a lot of a lot of great additions to that. And it's a really important conversation to to be had, especially as a man. I think it's important for me to make sure that that I, you know, stand by women and and uh, and, and not allow, you know, other men who are products of, of toxic masculinity to sort of just write these things off as, you know, women complaining or celebrities complaining or, or whatever the, the, the case may be. Right. Now, with that in mind, man, let's kind of tie everything we talked about today in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. Time for Conclusion Stew. Now, I want to quickly address something that we didn't get to when I was talking to B because uh, the footage kind of broke after I got off the, the Zoom with her. But there was Dr. Jill Biden 
I'm sure many of you have seen this. It's gone viral. She was speaking at some sort of Latin event, and she was, uh, in her mind, complimenting the Latin community and completely butchered the word bodegas and was trying to say that the Latin community is as diverse as breakfast tacos. And it was just so cringy and and so ridiculous. And I'm not personally, you know, uh, offended by this. To me, I don't I don't see this as like a a malice attack that was, you know, like baking racism in there. It it to me just seems more like ignorance and and I'm actually more offended by the fact that it's obvious that there wasn't a Latino writing this speech, you know what I mean? And, and I'm offended by the fact that they didn't think that it was important enough to to hire a a Latino to write a speech for for her when she was speaking at a a Latin event, you know, and it just kind of continues to to show you how much they they really don't see us as as you know full full human beings, you know. And I'm saddened by the fact that this is still what politicians think we want. They they think we want them to be like our best friend that you know that we 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 you know that we believe they relate to us on some sort of level and and. At this point in this time, you know, for our community and all that it's gone through in this country and continues to go through, I don't think many of us really give a shit if these people understand our culture completely or even want to understand it. Right. Like I said this on my my Instagram in response to this, you know, uh, this, this video, I said, you know, dear white politicians, we don't care if you relate to our culture or appreciate our culture, want to be a part of it like. We care more about you viewing us as as human enough to actually do something that benefits our communities, right? We care about you giving a shit about us as human beings to to want to actually enact policies that aid our communities, right? We don't care about you pretending that you love us and respect us and see us, right? No, show us with what you're doing to improve our communities. And this goes for anybody on either side of the aisle. I don't I don't care about, you know, who who it is viewing this type of stuff like we're tired of the dream selling. Give us some actual tangible evidence that you give a shit about us as human beings and and are willing to do something to improve our communities. Now, moving on to to some of the stuff that we 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 talked about. Elon Musk, man, what a clown. That's really all you all you could say and everybody that believed that this billionaire who lives on some other planet in his mind it actually gave a shit about free speech and that's why he was doing this. You are a fool. Like it, these, these people don't care about us. We've saw it with Donald Trump. These people live in an entirely different world. And the reality is, if the everyday person becomes incredibly powerful and empowered in 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 more ways, it only lessens these ultra rich people's ability to evade, you know, things like taxes, and and it only lessens their ability to maintain power over what happens in this country. And people need to need to realize that. Now, uh, when it comes to these artists, you know, and, and these random attacks on stage, it's scary. I know we all laugh about it and we can joke about, you know, people getting thrown off and what the bouncers did to them. But like I pointed out, you know, we've seen cases where artists, musicians have actually been killed from a fan jumping on the stage. Like Pantera's guitar player, Dimebag Darrell, look this up, was literally shot and killed while on stage playing guitar with his band. Like this stuff is is not a joke. and and you know, something needs to needs to be done about it, you know. And then on the topic of Camila Cabello, I salute her for for, you know, speaking out and 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 pointing out a really glaring issue of the toxic view that we have of women and, and the beauty standards and, and their value in this world. You know, it's it's really just uh, a, a sad thing to, to think about, you know, that we we create these sort of standards of beauty. And then as men, oftentimes uh, subconsciously or even consciously uphold them, you know, because we are are sadly products of of this same system and 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 you know weren't brought up to to understand otherwise you know and and some people obviously are just sick in the in the head and and know better but and don't do better but you know giving people grace you know i think we are all sort of um you know i don't want to say victims of this but we are playing a part in in this toxic sort of standard that we hold women to and hopefully as these conversations can continue to happen you know we can see some more growth and, and, and change in that department. Now, with that said, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. 
please like, subscribe, comment, rate, wherever you're listening, whatever platform it might be, whatever uh, you know service they offer to give your feedback. It is always appreciated. It helps the show grow. Tell a friend about it. I always appreciate people who let me know that they've referred one of their friends. Hit me up on Instagram at DJ Dramos. Send me a DM. Let me know what you think. Give me feedback. I'm always open to that. And Dramos.com if you want to check out some merch. Uh, we got a bunch of goodies on there. So I appreciate y'all. And I'll catch you on Tuesday for a brand new episode. Until then, stay safe. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.